Someone asked a question I've never been asked before, which is rare that I've never had a specific type of question or a question of this sort, <laughs> because I get so many questions from people about this awakening process, this awakening endeavor, that to hear something I'd never heard before that was kind of funny, kind of uh, ironic, it almost sounded tongue in cheek, but I think they were actually serious. So because of that, I took the time to answer the question. And the question was this whole awakening thing, this whole non-duality thing can be so complicated, confusing. Can you just give me a really short, like one sentence explanation of what it is or a short explanation of what to do and what hit me immediately was, yeah, I can actually. There are really good pointers, I think, that are very short. They don't require a lot of explanation, concepts, words, background, dogma, doctrine, and all of it. So the few I came up with are these. Number one is, and just pick one. Don't try all three, just pick one. Number one is, don't believe your thoughts. If you could actually take that to heart, take that into immediate consideration, engage it as a practice, and immediately notice what a thought is, what your thought right now is, what thought is being experienced, what you're thinking, what you're thinking about this, whether it's analysis, self-talk, self-reflection, wondering, thinking about the past or future. You could just notice that one thought right now and don't believe it at all. Don't believe that has anything to do with anything other than another thought. It doesn't say anything about what's happening in this moment. It doesn't say anything about what's real or unreal or time or space or you or other people or existence. Effort, will. It doesn't say anything about any of that. When you see that, then you realize all of those aspects of your experience that I just mentioned, will, personhood, self, other, struggle, resistance, suffering, thoughts, emotions, past, future, space, time. Those are also thoughts and concepts. Where does that leave you? You might say it leaves you in an empty space and I would tell you that's another concept. Don't believe it. Don't believe that thought. That's the way. Don't believe a single thought. Don't believe a thought that says you're a good person. Don't believe a thought that says you're a bad person. Don't believe a thought that says you understand spirituality. Don't believe a thought that says you don't understand spirituality. Don't believe a thought that says Zochen is better than Zen. Don't believe a thought that says vice versa. Don't believe a thought that says Advaita Vedanta is superior to Buddhism. 
if you tend to have those kinds of thoughts or if those thoughts are sticky for you. Don't believe them. Don't believe a thought that says I'm not awake. Don't believe a thought that says I am awake. Don't even believe the thought that says I am. Don't believe the thought that says there's something happening. Don't believe the thought that says there's nothing happening. Don't believe the thought that says experience is empty. Don't believe the thought that says there's no such thing as experience. Don't believe the thought that says I'm disoriented. Don't believe the thought that says I'm scared. Don't believe the thought that says this is overwhelming. Don't believe the thought that says I don't know what to do. So the simple instruction or simple instruction number one is don't believe your thoughts. I'm certain that you can wake up using that attunement, that principle, if you apply it in real time. I'm relatively certain that that could even take you to liberation if you're really discerning about what a thought actually is. When you start to realize form and perception are also thoughts. Space and time are thoughts. That is a very powerful orientation. So yeah, this is a simple process. You don't need anything outside of that. That, that can do it for you. If you take it to heart and you treat it as an instrument that can completely dissect your entire perceptual framework, because it is. Number two, the second very simple statement or process or attunement that I came up with in an answer to this question was turn toward the mysterious right now and don't turn away. Do this forever. <laughs> Do you sense something that's mysterious right in your experience? It's not the stream of thoughts, but it doesn't deny thought. It doesn't push thought away. It doesn't push anything away. It's here whether there's attention on consciousness or not. It's here whether there's attention on thought or not. It's here whether there's attention on sound or not. It's here whether you're bound into a concept or whether there's no conceptual binding in the moment. This mysterious nature is here right now. I can't tell you what it is because if I do tell you what it is, that will be a concept. <laughs> And then you'll think you know. You have to be willing to realize you don't know. That's the mysterious. You as anything you could take yourself to be, you as any collection of mental processes can't know this. It's not knowable in that way. It's mysterious. Doesn't mean it's nothing or unimportant. Doesn't mean it contradicts any doctrine you trust or whatever. It's simply mysterious. It's an immediate knowing. 
it has a sort of ecstatic quality often. But it can also have a dysphoric quality if we're really trying to hold on. With that said, you can find it in experience at any moment. Mundane experience, mystical experience, awake experience, half asleep experience, certainly in dream experience. And the experience lists. Turn, turn toward that mystery and don't turn away until the mystery just overtakes you and still don't turn away until you don't even know what it means to turn away and then still don't turn away it's a heart level commitment at some point and then it's just all there is the mystery The third answer I gave was in response to a comment someone made when I posted about the others. And they said, this is too complicated. They were joking, but they said, this is too complicated. Can you just say it in three words? So I guess method number one is four words. Don't believe your thoughts. So the answer I gave was, question all beliefs, which is very similar to don't believe your thoughts, but question all beliefs is a little more active, a little more, a little more incisive perhaps. And they do kind of go hand in hand, those two ways of looking at this. But as realization deepens, it can be really helpful to actively question beliefs or actively inquire into what belief is even operating in the moment. It can be really helpful. What is my background belief or what defining belief seems to be operating here at this moment? Very helpful. So question all beliefs, which means initially the belief about you and a belief about the world and the belief about spirituality, the beliefs about love, the beliefs about awakening, just question all of them. And as you question them, hopefully you'll see that they're thoughts. And then refer back to number one, don't believe the thoughts. As you go deeper, you can really start to question, well, it appears that there's an object out there at 10 feet. Why do I believe that? Where's the evidence? What am I actually referencing in real time right now? That's how you question beliefs at deeper stages, it appears that there's one object over here and one object over there. There seems like there must be some dividing line between the two. Why? Where is the dividing line? What am I referencing? Oh, I'm, refer I'm certainly referencing a thought. Okay, but am I referencing something actually in the experience of it, in the visual experience? Is there something there that's actually a boundary between this and that? Or between all the apparent objects? Or does it require a bounce back into the mind and some processing to even believe that? Get very clear on that. Things will look very different. 
That's what it means to question all beliefs. I think I said an, uh, another answer too, but I can't remember at this moment. Something like, just relax and let all of experience overtake you. This means sound, sensation, colors, shapes, apparent distance. Just let it overtake you until those colors and shapes and forms are seen to have no distance. So all of the apparent drops away, all of the perception drops away, all of the form drops away. And what is left is imminently obvious, but indescribable. You could say something like zero distance or radically intimate or luminous, but doesn't really have a description, of course. It's quite obvious, quite self-validating, the experience itself. You don't need clarification on it. it doesn't get clearer. Let it overtake you. Don't push or pull on it. Don't struggle with it. And all of these methods that I described become interwoven at some point. It's clear that belief in regards to thought makes no sense. Thought is consciousness. Consciousness is an experience at zero distance, with no abiding reality, no form, no formlessness. The beliefs about time and space are seen to be nothing but thoughts nothing but post-processing of sense experience. So then there's just the sense experience, just the seen, just the heard, just the felt, and just the cognized or just consciousness. And even the belief that there's separation between those drops. So there isn't separation anywhere. So there isn't any thing anywhere, no solidity, no form no lack of form, no permanence, no impermanence. It's quite a ride. So this can be very simple. Find what resonates with you. Definitely don't overcomplicate it. Learning a whole bunch of doctrine and dogma and trying to figure out the best way. And you're just fooling yourself if you do that. You're just hesitating. Don't hesitate. Pick something. Pick something that resonates with you. Pick the tool that works for you and then use that tool. Take it to infinite depths. Take it right into your experience now. And don't stop. Don't look back. 